That was a good fade. Yes. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of The Best of Five. My name is Elon. Uh, my apartment is extremely loud because there's fans everywhere, both from computers and from non-computers. Uh, so I apologize for the background noise. But joining me today, as always, are the most loyal cohorts and par- partners in crime and not so much crime uh, I could ask for. Uh, we have John Velociraptor, the cat chaser, Guerrero. That really stuck with me. Wow. Sure did. And then we well, have... Just you. It stuck with you. Oh, it will stick with me forever. Uh, like glue. Speaking of glue, we have our very own main squeeze, Steve Ace King Offsuit Jurek. The man that holds uh, the may... show together. May I make one request? Yes. I, I, I would like to be introduced this week as the Kobe of esports. Okay. All right, hold on. Here we go. <laughs> We're bringing this. This is called a callback in comedy. And it only works if you were here like a month ago. Uh, Join us today is a Steve Ace King Main Squeeze, the Kobe Bryant of esports offsuit jerk. Thank you Thank for joining you. us. Today. Thank you. Tonight on the show, we actually have shit to talk about. a lot has happened this week uh but first is that our headline what's up (laughs) best of five episode whatever shit to talk about yeah we got stuff uh but before we do that steve hit us with a recap no (laughs) okay (laughs) (laughs) it was worth a shot (laughs) all right (laughs) uh so, all right, let's just dive into these topics, and then, uh, and then we'll get into it. Uh, you know what? I want to talk about – first, I want to talk about the Mortal Kombat reveal because that shit just happened. And mm-hmm. I feel like we used to have our boy Paco Stevens uh, in Ed Boon's ear trying to get them to send out information before our show, but this time he has failed us <laughs> because Mortal Kombat released a trailer today. And it looks like they're going to have a big reveal of some sort tomorrow at 6 a.m. Right after our show. Every fucking time. God damn it. Well, at least we, we got to talk about the potential of it and that, that it's happening. And that it looks like there might be three reveals or something like that going on. Mm. It didn't say that, but there's three shadowy figures in the trailer. Or whatever this is. Yeah. Um, I'm pulling it up now. Uh, so while I'm doing that, I'm going to extend the length of this sentence so that I can give myself time and then ask you guys to say some extended sentences about it before I pull it up. I can say what Paco Stevens is saying in chat. He's saying that we can talk about the trailer to the trailer to the trailer. Oh, dang. So this goes a couple layers deep, huh? We're, we're going trailerception. Jinx. Bomb. Well, dang. Great minds. Wait, okay, hold on. I'm Can a I great mind? Yes. I don't know about that. Here it is. I found it. Uh, how do I... There we go. All right, uh, here it is. So this is... Uh, I probably should have put the overlay on it, huh? Yeah, all right, hold on. Hold on. Meanwhile, everybody in the chat say one nice thing about Steve. Yeah, everybody in the chat do say one nice but- thing about Steve, please. Don't do that. I did the wrong thing. Don't do that. Anyway, here's the uh, poorly cropped (laughs) 
<laughs> there was an attempt. Right Twitter. Oh, and it's moving. Whoops. Okay. Well, anyway, let's just get to the important shit. All right. So here you've already the... got two shiny head shoutouts. Yep. So here is uh, here are the three uh, shadowy figures that are the teaser for this, right? So there's a lot of speculation going on about who these three characters are. We know. Well, we assume one of them to be Shang Tsung because uh, Raiden calls him out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there are two others. Uh, but isn't isn't that character talking shit when they're coming in, and it doesn't sound anything like Kerry Tagawa? Raiden says Shang Tsung. You want to hear it? Here, I'll I'll pull up the audio for it. Hold up. Yeah, we should play it. Yeah, but I'm saying one of them is saying something like "Yo, Raiden, stop it," and it does not sound like Shang Tsung in this game, who is very particular and specific. Okay, well, here's what it sounds like. Wait, let's back it up a little bit. Before you do but slaves under my power. That didn't. That didn't sound like anything. Hold on, let me turn it up a little bit. I was gonna say I can't hear it, but I use Shang Tsung. Ed confirmed yes. that that was Shang Tsung. Interesting. But Shang Tsung changes. Okay. Yeah. See, look, you could you could hear him. Shang Tsung. I can't hear shit, but I believe you, and I just remember it not sounding like it. But if Shang Boone Tsung. confirmed it. All right, boy, hold on. Yeah, he says Shang Tsung. I don't. Doesn't doesn't somebody okay. yell okay, something? Well, hold on. Yeah, One of the figures. This. Listen. Before you doom us all, Shang Tsung. Anyway, there you go. All right. Well, I still can't hear any of it. So, I, but I was imagining everybody else could. But really, anyways, it, it's 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 not it's not even a factor anymore. Okay. Well, anyway, let me go back to. I know we haven't been on the screen, but let me go back to these three shadowy figures because we're going to speculate the shit out of these. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, here they are. Uh, these are the big, uh, these are the big uh, three kahunas uh, of, I guess, the new. Well, first of all, I want to say this. It looks like, uh, and I'm even gonna say this on camera. Uh, first, zero zero Tinja, four months in a row with that Twitch Prime. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Tinja. Uh, two more, and we get Steve to keep that main squeeze on his Twitter. Um, but here's the deal. First, I don't think have we ever seen. A story DLC for Mortal Kombat or for Injustice. I don't recall. It sounds familiar, but someone's gonna know that. The answer to that riddle is no. Yeah. Now. Okay. Good. No. I don't know if this is a story DLC, but it sure feels like it, right? Isn't that what it is? I thought that's what it was billed as. It's what it looks like. I don't think... Well, actually, you know what? What does that say? Does it say, like, the Epic Saga continues? Let me check eventhubs.com. Uh, it does say the Epic Saga continues, so I believe this might be the first iteration... There we go. Uh, the first iteration of NetherRealm Studios' story of DLC. And we Dude, have another... Dude, they wrote their story. What? Go ahead. They wrote... They're dicking around with time. It's perfect for this because now they can do as many of these as they like or as it work. But it's the perfect setup for an well of potential expansion with the story mode. Absolutely, and the other well, well of perfect. Not that you would do it more than once, but uh, the the other well of perfect expansion we have is uh, zero zero Tinja gifting a sub to Shay on twenty six. 
Shion26, you enjoyed those emotes. Oh. Uh, and Tinger, thank One you more to the main squeeze. Thank you for your contribution to keeping Steve, uh, keep a nickname that I gave him just like a high school bully on his Twitter. I've had worse. <laughs> I've had, I've had. Uh, I, I, I mean, I could, we could go through it. I mean, I've been called Hetty Murphy. <laughs> Sorry, Wait, no, hang on, hang on, hang on. Are, is, it, is it the better the joke, the harder it hurts? Or do you, is there a certain point where you go, that's fucking hilarious, and I'm kind of glad I'm part of this? I, my reaction now, you know, being 36, is different than when I was, like, 11. Sure. When I was getting this. So I got Hetty Murphy. <laughs> I got Albert Einstein. Um, Shinosaurus Rex, I think. No, no. Uh, so, so, so this is because of alopecia, which means like when I was like five or six, I went through male pattern baldness in reverse. So I had like a halo of hair and then it just disappeared by the time I was like seven. And so I think I've got like one haircut in my life. Me too. But it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. No, and good on you. Um, I'm sorry for I'm trying laughing. to imagine Steve with hair right now. I'm sorry for laughing. I just wear it so well. It's okay. I, I actually, you know, when I first started going to tournaments, I, I bounced around a few different names. Uh, <laughs> was and Eddie those Murphy were one two of them? Hedy <laughs> Murphy was one of them. Albert Einstein, uh, and the last hairbender. <laughs> I almost, Did you, you know what? I think, I think the Albert Einstein is kind of a missed opportunity because it should definitely be Albert Einstein. I, I, I think if you go, I, I think Albert Einstein just flows a little bit better. It has the, <laughs> I think it has the right placement of the punchline, something like that. Exactly. At the very exactly. end. Exactly. I guess. All right. Uh, anyway, so the answer to my question earlier, though, was absolutely yes, because you use these as your tournament handles. It became a celebration. It's a fun end of the story. My last name was Cox up until seventh grade, C-O-X. And I was overweight at the time. So uh, elementary and middle school were fun for me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um <laughs> I, I, there's only one direction that can go. So did you change it specifically because your last name was Cox? No, because my parents actually weren't married when I was born. So my mom actually gave my sister and I her last name, which is Cox. But, uh, when uh, they got married somewhere when I was in seventh grade, I took my dad's last name, which actually was, uh, that was cool. I was glad to kind of do it. Word. Good shit. Um, yeah. Speaking of good shit, much, much what? more wholesome than uh, than my my <laughs> stuff. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, anyways, after this ridiculous tangent, let's go back to this Mortal Kombat trailer, shall we? Let's speculate. Oh yeah, Mortal Kombat. So here are the three <laughs> figures. We have what looks like to be Shang Tsung in the middle. Now, a lot of like the majority of Twitter has been saying that this is going to be uh, two already existing characters, so this isn't going to be a character reveal, right? So people are saying one of them will be uh, 
Sindel and the other one's uh, 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 Nightwolf. I disagree. What do you guys think? The, uh, Nightwolf wouldn't have anything to do with these guys, right? If that was the case. No, that's... What's the... Fine. Look, there's we know nothing about this. It could be that none of these figures are indeed new characters. That would be dumb on NRS's part, though, because the way they've set this up and the way gaming culture works right now is this looks like a character announcement, and you're going to get everybody excited for that. And no, you didn't say it, and Boone likes the troll, but at this level, it's kind of uh, you're gonna you're gonna lose a little charisma if you do that. So that's why yeah, I say yeah, I don't yes. think it'd be a smart call. We don't know what this is though. Like it could just be an addition to the story mode. So I think that if we're moving forward, what we want to do is speculate as to if this could be additional character content. Correct me if I'm wrong, and then who these might be hints at. But current, um, I mean, maybe we want to talk yeah. about it in terms of it just being more story mode content. I mean, I don't know where you go from there, or where the hype is for that. I mean, I, I guess that's that's cool for the casual crowd and like, yeah, the stories. Well, they, they have the best fun. Here's here's the thing too, though, um, with story content coming out, this is setting like this is NRS kind of breaking their regular schedule, right? Because they usually have the big game, they have like you know combat packs. Uh, with DLC characters, and then they move on to the next game. But if they're doing something as big as, like, a story DLC, then it sounds like they're planning on supporting this game for a little while longer. Well, they broke their schedule with Mortal Kombat 11's release, too, they didn't did they? They not. Wasn't it a little later? Like, a year? No, they it was a, it was a it, later. They only announced it later because I think they probably broke a deal. And this is all speculative. I don't know for sure, but I feel like they broke a deal with um, the Game Awards to announce it for the first time at, at that instead of at E3. Um, but was when it actually came out, was April supposed to be the time? Yeah, that's usually where this kind of stuff happened. Yeah, and it wasn't a year later or anything like that. It was on the same schedule. Yeah, it typically works out where Combo Breaker slash UFGT is like the first big event for that game. Uh, it was that way with uh, with MKX. It was that way with Injustice Two, uh, and it was that way with MK Eleven. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, the other thing to keep in mind with um, with expectations, really, is that this right now is when we're going to start feeling the delays of of content, of character packs, of anything like that uh, due to the global pandemic. You know, there's mm-hmm. there's that little bit of stretch time where okay, most of the work was done in in january february so you'll still see it soon but now we're hitting the time where yeah that stuff's getting delayed so we don't know how big this is going to be we don't know how much follow-up there is going to be so maybe it's it's a good idea to temper expectations right now Mm -hmm. yeah but at the same time while tempering expectations is good and healthy uh i love overanalyzing shit and really looking at it so here's what i want i want the three of us to, by look, give our best guess as to who these three characters are. I put it back on the screen. All right. Please. So we'll start with John. So John. we already heard that Shang... Um, I, I, I read this from the chat, but I hear that Shang was confirmed 
to be the person that they're talking to and like legitimately that character i mean he's raiden says shang song yeah it's the middle one um okay so that's shang song so we're not really worried about that one yes uh who has like this bow or or sword on their back you gotta think like maybe it was it takeda Oh, and it's like, where's the story coming from? I have no idea, though. Like, I'm, I'm thinking, like, where you would want to do right now is like a Quan Chi and Melina. I think that would be home run. They, they would be home runs right now. Uh, so, but that's if but I don't see anything here that tells me one thing or another, mm-hmm. except for that, like, silhouette of the of the what could be a sword or a bow. Mm-hmm. I There's think something maybe going on around the waist of the far left one. What's up, Steve? I think Kenshi is not a terrible guess for the one on the right. Yeah, not bad. For the one on the left, I know it's wrong, but I'm hoping it's Melina, just so everyone on Twitter can shut up Shut up about please Jesus add Melina Christ. to the game. That's the only reason I want to see Melina added. Like, That's I it. See- I don't care except for that. Like that that whole like still waiting meme that is floating around is like the stupidest fucking thing, and everybody hates it except for those people who are doing it. Do you the the when's Molina thing has to be just for the sake of the meme at this point, isn't it? I f- I feel I like, don't think everyone like wants Molina that hard. Oh, I feel no. like hold up. Oh, I feel no. like it started from a genuine place, and now it's just yes, a fucking meme. Now it's just the thing trolling you. Yeah. John, back when I wrote for TechnoWorldTour.com, whenever mm-hmm. I would post an article um, about the pro tour of the game has nothing to do with development, 80% of those articles would have some sort of response asking for Molina or uh, Julia to be added to Tekken 7. Like, mm-hmm. the people who love their characters love their characters. And the people who love Molina, some of them are kind of, you know, doing it for the joke. But there's a core there that loves Molina, that desperately wants to see her back in the game. Yeah, they desperately well, want to like... see her back. Exa- well, that too. That too. That's you know, it. <laughs> uh, certain assets that can be uploaded into certain programs to create certain animations. Why but did Molina have no take idea about and not Katana's Katana's popular, sure, but no, I mean, why did Melina become this, like, immortalized, the character you have to have in Mortal Kombat? Like, I don't think the same would be... I know. I know exactly why. And she's cooler. Because she had that really risque outfit in Mortal Kombat 9. Is that it? Like, I really do think it could just be that Melina has been uh, more sexualized. Yep. And people have uh, learned to expect that from her. Yeah, she had a really bizarre outfit in deception she had that really creepy outfit in mortal kombat 9 so yeah melina is like i think the most sexualized of the three sisters uh maybe jade kind of fit into that as well uh jade's never but melina's like evil jury sexual too jury from street fighter uh like she's just all about the mm, and has been that really might be it because she's been doing that in fatalities for a couple games now Dude, that's so. Yeah, I mean, but it Sonya makes kisses fine. people when they blow up. Sonya's Sonya's the virgin, though. Melina's the vamp. 
Everyone likes the vamp. Yeah. Sonya's well, anyway. What? As far as like the light and the dark, the the old not that she's like legit a virgin, but that she plays the virgin role compared to Melina, who's very much on the other side. Sonya's a good guy, and she's got morals and such. Melina will fucking eat anything. Okay. 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 <laughs> I'm not touching that one. I, I, I get what you're saying. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if I want to go down this road, so go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not cool, t- cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm not touching it. All so, right. anyways, I don't think it's Melina in there, but I, I think they should release her. I feel like with all of this outcry for Melina, it gives the NRS team more reason to not put her in. Um, And I think Boone has yeah. said that on Twitter as well. Uh, And yeah, Boone, Troll, whatever, blah, 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 blah. But anyway, okay. So, Steve, uh, I agree with you, and I think... Uh, we were talking right before the show, and I told you that that's Kenshi on the right. Yeah. Uh, but why is he walking with Shang Song? It could be a revenant. I mean, you really you can't him. use the story. Yeah, it's so it's so lame though because like it doesn't based on the way that anything can happen in these fighting game stories because just like whatever. So there are revenants, or maybe people flip flop on sides and such, and. It's like we can't use the story very effectively, you know. And it's like Shang Tsung isn't going to have like two right hand, you know, right hand man types that we can go like, oh well, if it's Shang, then it's probably Bebop and Rocksteady, you know. It's like we we don't. It could be anyone. Now here's the thing too, if you notice the person on the left, oops, if you notice the person on the left, they have a different mm-hmm. kind of effect than the others like you could see their their arm is kind of like disappearing into the light a little bit more uh and they are no. like super it's super squiggly that the other characters don't have i don't think that's a thing where like just the, the entire aura yeah the person oh, on the maybe. left looks a little bit different now what this leads me to think is this smoke Because if he's got like that, uh, is that dude, isn't it? Because if he's got, oh, so first of, all, first of all, it's human smoke because he's got like the, he's got the Lin Kuei chest, right? Like he's got the vest with the fucking zoot suit looking thing. Uh, and you can see like, you can see the difference between his head and Shang, like with Shang Tsung's head, you could tell that that's long hair. With Kenshi, you could tell that he's got like something on his head, right? That I'm assuming is the headband. Uh, but on the left, no. you can like it's very difficult to see what's going on in there. And because he has that like weird aura going on, I honestly think that's gonna be smoke. Somebody saying Nightwolf in the chat. People were saying it was Nightwolf on the right. That's not right. What if it's Fujin and that's wind? Could be. Could be. Like little wind gusts. Could be. Uh, this person also has something on the left side of their hip, or is that, or are they carrying? Yeah, that's oh, definitely it, something like on their hip. Is he car- so? But see, here's the thing with Nightwolf, he has two axes. This person's only carrying one. It's not Nightwolf. That's silly. Yes, I agree. Uh, so this person's carrying what looks to be like a hammer. So it might be Shang. No, that's not it Shang. So, or uh, that's not a what's it, what's his name? Shao Kahn. Is it in? Is it in the the character's hand? Whoops. Kind of looks like a pickaxe. Yeah, he's definitely carrying, or she's definitely carrying a. It's like an axe thing. Yeah. So, 
This is so well done. It's like you're not. Oh my gosh! Like these animations, are, <laughs> look, like like find these little tiny things, but only if you play this game of like going real slow. Oh yeah. So, look, we've all been like starving for some shit to talk about, so we gotta do it. <laughs> well, it's uh, not like anything else happened this week. <laughs> well, that's not true. But <laughs> uh, no, it's crazy. Uh, somebody's saying it's booze, so it's borracho. <laughs> Uh, but no, but for real though, uh, like, I don't, I can't remember what weapon Smoked used, Smoke used in the older games. Uh, he had the, he and, and Scorpion both had these, like, It's Trunks four, level 100 Charizard, uh, got it. Oh god. No, they both had these, like, kind of spiked mace things that they didn't, they only appear, this is like Mortal Kombat 3 and Trilogy and such. But they only appeared when uh, they did like their punch combos, from what I recall. And it wasn't even a, a weapon that the character used. It was just part of an animation. And I don't know if they've ever even come back since then, because then Scorpion got a sword, and Smoke kind of faded in and out. Um, now, and, I mean, he had... There's something else but... I just thought of. They're coming through a portal, and since the portal is off fire, I'm assuming they're coming from the Nether Realm. So... Yeah, I this, thought of that too. So this could be... Two characters who are already dead and are in the Nether Realm. Uh, and Shang Tsung's. Well, now Nightwolf sounds kind of okay because he's carrying like a, a tomahawk. Yeah, yeah, but he's got two. But he why? doesn't have only one. Why would, <laughs> would you, he lose one? Why would you put this? Yeah, that's true too. Why would you put just all the same characters, do a silhouette tease, and have it not be some kind of a hint for new content? Yeah, I mean, look. I, I'm perfectly fine with it not being new characters if there's new story. Because, like, dude, I love the fucking Mortal Kombat story. I'm eating that shit up. Uh, granted, I didn't play... I didn't as long play... as the Ronda Rousey part. Yeah. There's what? I said as long as the Sonya Ronda Rousey is not involved in the scene, like, speaking, then it's fine. Oh. Ah, whatever. Um... I, that didn't bother me as much as other people. I think people are being too harsh. But anyway, that's beside the point. Now, uh, a lot of people were speculating that the person on the right is going to be uh, Ash from uh, from Ash versus Evil Dead because of all the crazy leaks before, and the fact that like his right arm kind of looks super stiff. I, I, you could, you could kind of make that argument. But I don't think it's a good one. Yeah, it's, uh, as Steve know. would say, uh, it's like taffy. That's, I don't think it's that much of a stretch. It's not, it's not John-level stretch. That is true. I'm waiting for Efren to appear in the chat before I bring this up. But yeah. Anyway, okay, so, all right. Uh, from left to right, uh, I want you all to give your honest guess as to who these characters are. Obviously not the middle, because we know that's Shang Tsung. So, John, character on the left first. Who do you think that is? F- uh, Fujin. Fujin? Okay. Character on the right? I, am, mm, I would like it to be Kenji, or Kenshi, and not um, the other sorty dude. So, Kenshi is who I want it to be. Okay. Dope. Steve, character on the left. Uh, I'm going Melina. Melina? Just, just <laughs> why not? I'm probably wrong. 
Uh, and then on the right, uh, okay, yeah. And then on the right, I am going with Kenshi. Kenshi, Again, cool. Probably wrong. All right. Um, I'm going left. What if there's as... two guest characters? Oh, like one of them is uh, one of them is like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. And Michael Myers and yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, same thing. Uh, now that's only a reference that people playing MK11 are gonna get. Uh, Kevin, uh, one of them would have to be Ken Go Bogart. Ken Bogart by law, yeah, uh, by law of the rule that he has to beat the guest character in every game. Yeah, male, female doesn't matter. You're getting uh, some Ken. Okay, there's some Terry. My my Did guess... I say Ken Bogart. I said oh. Ken Bogart. Ken God Bogart. Okay. <laughs> we don't understand. You met my... Terry. Terry Bogart. <laughs> I am done. Steve, can you imagine my in Mortal Kombat? <laughs> I can, actually. I don't think it's as big of a stretch. <laughs> Ken Bogart, the French That's... commentator. Uh, but no, uh, my guesses are left is... Sorry, on left is um, Smoke, right is Kenshi. It's not Nightwolf, and here's why. I will disprove Nightwolf for once and for all. Nightwolf has two axes... The character on the right only has one giant thing on his back. The character on the left only has one whatever the fuck they're carrying is. Honestly, the be- the best argument for Nightwolf is the character in the middle because he's got the two knives coming out of his back pockets, but that's Shang Tsung. Yeah, unless Shang Tsung, like, unless this is a complete misdirection, unless this is a complete misdirection, and Shang Tsung ain't even in the shot, but he's somewhere in the room, and they didn't tell us. Now, but it's like you could you could maybe be like, who would Shang Tsung be hanging out with that like he goes way back with and would be coming in with, you know, like, hey, I just brought these guys to help us deal with whatever's going on, uh, like something like that. Shang Tsung Quan Chi or something. Shang Tsung can resurrect people and make them evil. I thought that was Quan Chi. Same thing. All right. But uh, if somebody said Kung Jin and Takeda, maybe. Um, but we'll see tomorrow at 6 in the morning. Damn it. <laughs> I don't think people would be very excited for for those two. Wolf I think they kind of flopped in MKX. No, Takeda and uh, the, the two newbie oh, that yeah, didn't. Yeah. Like, people loved Jackie and they loved uh, um, Ka- uh, Cassie Cage. But the other ones, I was like, yeah, kind of. Okay, sorta. hold on. So Ultra David saying one of them looks like Ferator or Goro. Who? What? He no no no. He he's he he had himself a liquid lunch. Where <laughs> he's trolling. <laughs> I, I'm I'm with the way life is right now. I'm not uh, discounting either one. Although I will say this, I do miss Ferator. I thought that character was sick. Um, but anyway, that's the Mortal Kombat teaser. Uh, the trailer. Mm-hmm. Now I'm seeing the trailer. Announcing probably another trailer. Uh, do we have anything else to say on this uh, NetherRealm peek? Sneak peek? As I don't it were. think so. All right. Let's get to all right. Let's let's just dive into you know what since we're in, since we're in the announcement section, let's go ahead and say it. Uh, big 
day today for uh, some fighting game teams uh, for sponsorships and for uh, and for players uh, and for teams. PG announced a slew of hires, both uh, for their player roster and for, as like actual employees. Uh, most notably of which includes PG Punk. Now back with Pen the Game. Return. The return of the, the PG return. Punk. PG Punk. Punk? Punk. <laughs> uh, PG Punk's back. Uh, Kizzy K going over to Panda Gaming, which is awesome. Congratulations. I'm happy Congratulations, for him. Kizzy. I'm very happy for him. And then uh, the Smash player, what's it, IBCW? Uh, IBDW. BDW. I was close. Um, but yeah, so all three of them are getting picked up by Panda Global, making the big moves. Uh, along again with a slew of uh, other employees. Yeah, uh, Juggle Rob got picked up as well. Cool. Uh, lead organizer of Big House, one of the biggest Smash tournaments of the year. Dang. So, congratulations yeah. to everybody. Yep. Uh, also, today, uh, Justin Wong announced that he is re signing his uh, sponsorship content with uh, Asus, Republic of Gamers. So, congrats to Jay Wong. Uh, keep him working and keeping uh, keeping those brands uh, in light uh, in the eyes of the FGC. I think that's a good, that's always a good thing where we can get more eyes in the FGC from a corporate standpoint. So good shit, Jay Wong. Still making moves, especially right now when it's going to be tougher to um, get your name out via tournaments. Yep. You know, content creation is where it's at. It's where it's been for a while. Mm-hmm. But if you weren't on that train before, it's it's catch it because it's leaving the station. Yep. Um, and then, uh, oh, and something else happened, which I didn't think was going to happen, but I'm happy it did. Uh, some of you may have missed this, and if you didn't, good shit. If you did, it's okay. A lot of other people missed it. But there was a big old Twitter blow up. Over a money match in Tekken 7. <laughs> there was a first to 25. Now, here's the thing. I didn't watch the match itself, but just watching the events unfold on Twitter, fucking hilarious. There was a big old money match. Uh, first to 25 in Tekken 7 between Poke Chop, the boy Poke Chop, and Big Majin. Not Little Majin, Big Majin. So they ran a first to 25 set. Now, I'm not going to tell you how it ended. But I will tell you what the tweets were. They announced this first to 25 was happening. A lot of back and forth going. The match happened. All of a sudden, I see this five-minute video on Twitter from Pokechop saying, <laughs> saying, yeah, I talk a lot of shit, but I'm humble. <laughs> and then it's him saying, uh, it's him saying, like, if it was offline, it would have gone differently. <laughs> so... <laughs> And apparently they're trying to set up another first to 25 when we're allowed to get back together. Uh, but, man, watching... The, and that started a whole conversation of the uh, the value of money matches and grudge matches uh, for the FGC, which I feel like we haven't seen. I think the, the last actual money match I think I saw, like, that was, like, quote-unquote big was when uh, I'm still the daddy... Bets uh, did a money match with Smug for a thousand dollars at Evo oh, yeah. in 2017, and then he lost a lot and had to pay up, which was funny. 
and he was super cool about it. Was it 2017 or 2018? 2017. Actually, it might have been 2016. Okay. No, it was 2017. No, I, I don't think it was 16. Yeah. 2017. Yeah, because that was the last Evo I went to. Sad times. Um, speaking of, by the way, I still haven't gotten my refund check from uh, the Hilton <laughs> over for Combo Breaker. They told me it was going to be about a month, so they still got a couple of days. Now, speaking of cancellations and hotel refunds and Evo, we finally got it the is. announcement. It finally happened. It was. It's another one of those, we see it happen and we go, ah, man, that's unfortunate, but it makes sense. Uh, so as of what was it? It was last. It was like mid last week, or was it over the weekend? I forget exactly. It was uh, Friday. Friday. Okay. Friday. So as of Friday, Evo is now canceled, with a caveat. Uh, so Evo is canceled. Everybody is getting their refunds. Uh, everything is getting shut down. Sad times all around. However, however, there was a big old addendum to this. And it is that they are taking the biggest tournament in esports, as said by Panda. Uh, not Panda Gaming, but Panda X Gaming. Uh, Jonathan O'Tone of the uh, former Panda X Gaming and now the Arlington Esports Stadium, the biggest esports stadium in North America. Uh, the biggest esports tournament of the, of the year is taking place online. I mean, they're going to try. There is a lot to unpack. Before we get into that, though, can we talk a little bit about, you know, the loss of Evo itself? Yeah. Uh, Because this one hurts. I mean, not just just personally, Mm -hmm. uh, but from a scene perspective, Evo is the one-time-a-year where everyone in the esports world looks at our games, looks at our our little corner of the world. Mm-hmm. So, in terms of exposure, in terms of getting new blood, new people into the field, like Capcom Cup is great, Tekken World Tour is great, and they all have a place. But Evo is something. It's like the Olympics, in that, yeah, there are other. If if you like an individual game, there are other competitions that you know about. But this is the one spot where you could see all of the games played at the absolute highest level. And not having that hurts. Yeah. It's like curling. We're like the curling of of the the, uh, esports world where people only really see us during the Olympics. Yeah, that's that's not too far off. We have our faithful following. Yeah. uh, Here's the thing, too. Uh, Everyone knows what it is now. Yeah, I remember us having this discussion about how evo was some people's like one trip a year like that was their one venture into the fgc per year and that's all they could do they had to save up their money uh and to hear that your one trip for the year that you do every year that you save up for uh getting canceled hurts uh i feel like i had that i feel like i had that with uh with uh combo breaker because combo breaker was gonna be my one and then it got canceled, unfortunately. Dude, I bet people are pretty happy to get that chunk of change back in their pockets right now, though. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it's, it's only like pre-fees, though, right? It's like 150 bucks, probably, maybe a couple hundred. It depends. But still. It, it depends. Uh, some people pay full price, 
to book their hotel in advance, which is what I did. Uh, and I'm still waiting to get my fucking money back. Uh, but, um, but yeah, man, it's so, but here's the thing too. Let's look at it. Let's look at this from both sides of the coin. It's unfortunate that we're still dealing with this whole thing and shit's fucked up enough that we had to cancel Evo. Yes, it's sad. However, I feel like this is such a unique opportunity. Yes, netcode sucks. Yes, online is ass. I agree. But everybody can participate in Evo now. I don't know how they're going to do it to the point where like international matches are going to be playable. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the fact that anybody who has a PlayStation 4 and Street Fighter 5 can now enter the biggest online or the biggest tournament in the world. Well, and strong enough internet to pass the the standards. Yes. Uh I think that can be a good thing. Right? Like there, I, I was trying to figure out positives about this and that's the only one that i could come up with is that like everybody has a chance to go to evo now yeah and here's the thing it's like imagine you know somebody who does want to go to evo uh but physically or financially or uh mentally or emotionally or spiritually can't uh now they get that opportunity if, if it's only just once right and the other thing too is i feel like this is going to start kind of opening up the netcode conversation to people other than just the competitive players. And I think it's going to be a good way for, yeah, I think it's going to be a good way for the developers who aren't so in tune with the competitive community to see how the netcode is affecting uh, players when they play online. Now, with yeah, I said, think standards are naturally going to get to rise because people are going to realize it, or it's going to be a lot of people that already or that don't have a preconception of it and uh, are just fine with it, and this becomes the new norm. Yeah, uh, I think here here's the thing: is online Evo going to be a miserable experience? Probably not entirely. Is it going to be the best experience? Probably not entirely. And I don't mean that as in a dig at Evo or a dig at anything. It's just the nature of playing fighting games online, right, with the net codes that we have uh, for the big games. But I feel like Evo is one of those, like Steve said, it's the one time a year where we get those attention. We get that attention. Uh, whether it be from people who aren't involved in the FGC uh, or whether it be from, you know, the gaming industry at large right like uh developers or even like just people who are uh employees within the gaming industry are now seeing this because it's known as the biggest esports tournament in the world so i think this is i think this is a good it's going to be a good thing because the experience is not going to be great and that's going to be an eye-opener for a few people i believe that's my very optimist look at it i understand that it is very optimist and it's probably i could be completely wrong and it could be like the worst thing to ever happen to fighting games uh but i don't there's a very big part of me that doesn't think it that doesn't think so why godzilla why spent some money on or spent some uh whatever it is points on uh, highlighting this so i want to read it 
He says, uh, developers didn't care before and they will not care now. American internet is awful on the exception that you have fiber. Well, here's the thing. Huh. Here's the thing. And I'm going to bring this up, uh, hopefully not to derail the conversation. Uh, but with this announcement, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure I saw Mr. Wizard play, uh, announcing that there were going to be some changes to the lineup because of this. Am I wrong? I mean, Did I dream want. that? I didn't, I didn't, no, I, I think we would have known that. I don't think so. Yeah, because part of, part of me thinks I dreamt that, but I'm pretty sure I saw it. Uh, and that no, is... we would we would know if that that would be huge news. So so the closest to that end that I've been able to see is uh, Tom Cannon, who uh, in response to someone saying that calling this online event Evo uh, 2020 would quote be discrediting your own tournament, end quote. Uh, Tom said, the intent is not at all to port a traditional Evo to online and pretend it's the same. It's going to be a different kind of event. Eager to share more, we just need to button up some loose ends, end quote. So it is going to be a different experience. Mm -hmm. Will the lineup be different? That makes sense. I mean, how many... Like, I don't think you'll necessarily take out other games mm-hmm. um but you know you they're no longer limited by the physical space you know obviously time and space are the two biggest constraints that you have when you have a tournament um time is a lot easier to deal with now that a lot, bunch of stuff can happen at the same time space is no longer a concern so yeah they can run stuff online uh you know, my question is, to, and actually, John, uh, I know that Catalyst wrote an article about mm-hmm. um, what we should expect out of this. Uh, would you be able to kind of summarize it for the peeps here? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the headline of its Evo 2020 online tournament results should be on par with the offline tournament results of the past. Um, so essentially, I think the claim here uh, is that it's not going to be as big of a thing as people think it is uh, to have this online in terms of who floats to the top and who wins. Saying that players like Tokido and Fudo are going to be, you know, uh, among the best and the finalists in the uh, in the Street Fighter realm, right? And, and the same should go for uh, any other game. And this is based mainly on uh, more recent events that have been doing th- this, like the quarantine series for Smash Ultimate. This has had over 5,000 people sign up to compete, and the results of uh, Cos- uh, Cosmos, DeBuzz, and 8BitMan finishing high mirror those of other major offline events. This, uh, And then they also he also uses the Next Level Battle Circuit uh, weekly online results, saying that Knuckledoo and IDOM regularly place in top eight, uh, even though Shine was the one to take the, uh, the the most recent one of these. Uh, so basically, he's saying that it, it, this isn't going to truly stop the better players, the you know the the pros from continuing to win. I don't really agree. That's me. Yeah, I think that there's a well. You you had a response to this though, and you were going to say it on the show. So I'm kind of intrigued, and I want to I want to know what you think. 
Well, what I was going to say to that is this. Winning a tournament online takes talent. You know, uh, Trashbox just passed mm-hmm. 1 million points in Street Fighter uh, this past week, I believe, or maybe just a little over a week ago. Trashbox is a really, really freaking good player. He he does well online. He does well offline. You look at other games, uh, players like uh, Cool Kid. Yeah, you do well. The skills that it takes to win online, mo- a lot of them translate to winning offline because it's the same base game. But here's what I would say to saying that the results are on par. It's a different scenario. You know, if you run a tournament offline first to two, you're going to get a certain set of results. If you run that ter- same tournament first to one, you'd get different results. First to three, first to ten. No, ma- Whenever you're changing the, the how the match is played or, you know, what, you know, whether it's the length of the matches or whatever, you're measuring a slightly different skill set. When you're going from offline to online, different things are rewarded. Different things are punished. It's a different mindset, so you're measuring a different skill set. Not necessarily a wholly different skill set. In So that, yeah, we will see a lot of the players who are good offline will do well here. But it's a different type of tournament. It's a different type of environment. So I can't... It, it takes talent. And whoever wins should be rewarded and should be recognized as a good player. But I just, I, I hesitate saying it's on par because it's a, it's like apples and oranges. Yeah. But isn't somebody who is quote unquote, a professional at doing something, somebody who's doing it at quote unquote, the highest level, shouldn't they be able to uh, perform even when certain variables are taking place? Well, Not when the variable is you dropped your combo because sudden lag comes in. It's like, yeah, there is an art to being able to play around, you know, the the kind of different or playing through the different atmosphere that is online. Mm-hmm. You're gonna like it changes the risk and reward of certain moves just because it it hinders people's reaction times, right? And so you're naturally going to be able to do more risky moves with uh, nerfed uh, risk to them, and and then so therefore you know better reward and. Uh, Playing in certain ways is going to be more beneficial more often uh, that don't translate, you know, basically testing people's reactions. I would say that, you know, you talk about players being professionals. The way we've measured professional players and recognized pro players, even though we don't really have that distinction in the FGC as much as it exists in other esports, The way we've measured this is by what they do in our premier events. And those have been almost entirely offline to this point. Mm -hmm. So what, you know, yes, you can expect those players to do well, but saying they should just adapt to, you know, a different circumstance. The circumstance is a different one from what they're being completely different from what they're being judged on what they're the standard that they're 
you know, judged against as a quote unquote pro player. Here's okay. Here's my, my devil's advocate response to that is, isn't the fact that you're traveling to a different place, entering a different tournament with the possibility of a different setup, a different monitor, a different, uh, overall atmosphere. Isn't that also a way of having to adapt to shit? No, that's, that's absolutely true. There are players who do really well locally that, you know, going international is a skill set. You know, being able to adapt your body to a different time zone to put yourself in a position where you can succeed when you're seven, eight miles, or seven, eight miles, seven, eight time zones ahead of where you normally are or seven, eight time zones behind where you normally are. Mm -hmm. That takes skill. That takes practice. That takes a mindset uh, to be successful. So it's not, you know, you're right in that, yeah, that takes adapting to. This also takes adapting. Mm -hmm. But by and large, we haven't had as much practice making this adaptation as someone like Daigo has had, you know, traveling internationally. Because we've been doing that for 10 years, you know, 10, 15 years. We haven't held Evo-sized tournaments online for more than like three months. We accept, though, certain bits of chaos to come through and affect the outcome of the game, right? Like things like the the influence of the crowd, maybe stuff like that. Or like, you know, if you're at a baseball game, it could be that the sun gets in your eyes, stuff like that. Like there's no way of completely having these all be executed in a vacuum. But there are there is a fairly clear line where we're not accepting what we're trying to do. Uh, um, once this line is crossed, what we're trying to do, uh, the, the, the outcome of it no longer means as much to us because it's no longer an accurate measurement, in this case, of uh, two people's skill at doing this particular thing. It's like if it's football and one of the balls is even just slightly deflated, well, <laughs> even though they got away with it, right? But technically, it was a big deal, and you would go, uh, if that were the case, then these kind of things aren't valid, and, and we're not okay with that, and we're going to really measure things like that that are under our control and say, it has to be this way. And and we know that you know there there has to be you can you can only ever have eleven uh, or uh, yeah eleven players on the team or on the field at one time, things like that, you know. And to say that, well, like okay, but that sometimes we're going to give like. <laughs> one player the ability to teleport just a short distance it's like as soon as that happened in a like a football game you'd go well this this whole thing is upside down like the the the, it's no longer a valid thing because it passes that level or that line of chaos and i think with what it is now the transition from offline to online and the type of potential chaos that that brings the fact that it can legitimately stop you from executing your combo. And really the only thing that we find is valid is the thing that stopped you from executing your combo was you. That's going to be the only thing. Otherwise, it's, it's like it's not fair. If we pause one of these games, it's like you forfeit the round automatically. Just a single pause. Like we're not okay with that. That passes the level of chaos that we're allowing. So, you know, if, if we're not okay with pauses as things are right now, we're very much not going to be okay with the chaos that going online brings. And it's no longer going to represent that, which we're hoping to like the, the, the answer to the question that we're asking. So we have to change our expectation or online needs to get better. But yeah, I think that's where we're at right now. I, I think, you know, the sad part is this 
that sort of mindset, you know, it's one that a lot of us hold because, yeah, basically for the entirety of the FGC's history, the the goal of online play was to get to offline play. You know, you you know, there's that idea that okay, you do it online, that doesn't count for the reasons you talked about. Let's see what happens when we meet up at Evo or we meet up at uh, Next Level or uh, NCR, what have you. That, that really sucks for players who will break through because imagine if this was how Arslan Ash got introduced to the world by playing online because he, guess what? He's a really, really good player. You wouldn't expect a player from Pakistan to be good, like at least you wouldn't two years ago, um, to be able to beat these players. And if you see that result in a vacuum, uh, you think, oh, man, you know, it's only because it's online. But remember, players like Knuckledo, players like Punk, they established themselves online. And they got that crap of, oh, you're just winning because it's online. Let's see what happens when you go offline. Guess what? They did pretty damn well when they went offline. There are so yeah, many good happen. players who who will have an opportunity like this. And like I like I tried to say earlier, if you do well at this tournament, you should be recognized as a good player. It that's not gonna that's not gonna be what the takeaway is. Unfortunately, if the, if someone has that big weekend, if someone makes that deep run, you know. It like Cool Kid did a couple years ago. He he did that like, oh man, what a great performance! He is awesome. If he did that in this online tournament instead, everyone would just chalk it up to oh and just scrub. Not everyone. It would be the people that think oh. that way, which there is allowed probably a majority, and and I think for good reason. But there are, I'm sure, plenty of people out there that also would see it as, hey, no, that's legit. I think like someone like Catalyst would say, that's legit. Um, but it, I think it's also two different skills at a certain level to be good and efficient online and then make that transition and be good and efficient offline. And it could just be that these players are really good at adapting to the atmosphere they play in, which is a really strong and like that's one of the strongest kind of tools you can have in your pocket. And you're right. Online is a great way of breaking people into the community, giving people opportunities, and more online play, and Evo being this big is going to present that kind of an opportunity to those players. But I don't think that changes the fact that what you're doing when you play online is different than what you're doing when you play offline in a significant way to the majority of the FGC and how we consume and view fighting games right now. And It is a different... It is a different... Uh, experience. I just hope that people who see this keep in mind that hey, you know, it's 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 probably not Cax Blaster on the, on the other side. It's probably not someone with the lag switch. A player who goes through a uh, five, six thousand, ten thousand person tournament, however big this online Evo is going to be for for the p- particular game, you have to be really good to to make that deep of a run. So your talent should be recognized. And the other thing is, uh, like, as we move toward this, like wanting to do this more and being okay with online or at least exploring it, 
not every not every match that's played online plays out differently than it would offline. Like sometimes you have lagless matches, you know, and and or at least you could imagine that there'd be the exact same play out, even if there might be a hiccup or something like that. But it's it, it's not at a significant place, and otherwise it's super smooth. And if you're consistent online, maybe you have to be a little more consistent than you would be offline. But at some point, you're going to pass a line where people go, dude, the guy's good or the girl's good. Like they can, they win consistently. And, and even with this chaos of lag, it's like it's, it can't be hitting every single game they play and they're still winning. So there is a line you could probably pass with online performance to say that people are like, well, no, you're pretty good. Yeah. And that, that's a lot easier to do when the game experience when the online experience is close to the offline experience through the quality of the netcode if you know mm-hmm. the online tournaments at you know for mortal Kombat 11 are are pretty much the top eights you find there are pretty much in uh in line with what you'd find offline uh ki i talked about that with the build-up to the ki world cup player like water horse uh water horses excuse me built up their resi- their reputation through playing online and they when they got to offline people already knew how good he was because the offline experience and the online experience was so close with a game like Tekken 7 with a game like Street Fighter 5 with Grand Blue where the online and offline experience doesn't have that level of parity it's going to be a different experience but it's getting better and i think that people will give the more we do this and the less that people uh, legitimately have reactions when they finish playing in tournaments to uh, uh, saying something like it was the lag, and the less that comes up and the more tournaments that happen, the better online gets. We'll have a little bit of a, of a leash for how much lag we'll tolerate and we'll be okay. And that will go up, I think, a little bit. And uh, the more that this, uh, the, like I said, more tournaments that happen, less discussion of the lag, it will become more of a uh, tolerated thing across the board. And I think uh, ultimately we'll find a spot where we're good with it and it just becomes the norm because it's so damn convenient. As an aside, uh, can we pour one out for, uh, well, pour one out is probably the wrong phrase, but the biggest loser in all this, in my opinion, is Grand Blue Fantasy versus mm-hmm. this game it it just released at the worst possible time through no fault of their own because guess what when they came out hey we're going to have a whole bunch of offline tournaments oh they're all starting to get canceled and then you know even the biggest show the the big it was basically the only brand new game in the lineup the only triple a fighting game title that's brand new for 2020 and yeah, Evo's the biggest chance to get that in front of an audience. Like pretty much every game you can expect on fi- on Sunday Finals, Finals Day, Day. hundred thousand viewers or so. To not to lose out on that is certainly going to hurt the trajectory of this game. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of those kind of cases just across the board. Like it just it sucks. A lot of businesses, you know, that you just. It's like people that invested in the uh, in, in you know housing market prior to two thousand and eight. Just like, ugh. um, someone asked in uh, chat, 
if players like Jess Wong and Infiltration will register for 15 games. I can tell you that as of right now, Justin Wong is going to register for zero games because he has said he is not going to play in this online tournament. So he wants to just like he said, make me a commentator, right? Yeah. Which is sort of a good tie-in to the question of the day that we asked. Um, are you able to pull these up, Alon? Hold on, hold on. Before we get to the okay. question of the day, uh, keep talking about evil for a second. Well, um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, that that Evo wasn't the only tournament that had an announcement this week. CEO, uh, we mentioned it last week that it was all but certain to happen uh, on Friday. Uh, Friday came, and yes, CEO officially postponed to the second weekend in December. Uh, it is going to take place in Orlando. Uh, it's currently slated for December 11th through the 13th. Uh, he said, quote, while we recognize that some states are slowly starting to open back up, CEO Gaming feels June will be too soon to ensure everyone's safety at our flagship event. We believe that hosting CEO 2020 during Florida's coolest season this December will allow us to allow us all to end 2020 on the positive note. Should the coronavirus pandemic situation not improve, CEO 2020 in December would be canceled without penalty to CEO gaming or its registrants, end quote. So th- that, that at least lets people feel good about yeah, not having to worry about oh, if it gets canceled, is CEO going to go under? Because it sounds like they've got some sort of financial security in terms of whether or not they have to run. Okay, now yeah. before we move on, uh, I'm going to do something slightly spontaneous here, and I don't know if this is working or not. I don't know what the fuck's about to happen, but it's going to be crazy either way. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, I want you all to welcome a very special guest. Uh, joining us here. Say hello to Efren. Hey! Hey! Efren, say hello. What the Christian. hell? Oh, shit. I can't hear. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> All right, hold on, Efren. <laughs> All right, there we go. Say hello. Hello. Check. So now <laughs> here's the problem. Here's the problem, and this is what's going to be kind of funny, is the way I have this shit set up, and because I was not ready for this, uh, Efren and John can't hear each other. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so I thought he was still muted. So we're going to have to and translate. I have something I wanted to ask him today. Okay, John, John has something to ask you. Okay, okay, I'm ready. I'm listening. So I hear Stephen a lot. I don't hear John. It's okay. wonderful to have you. Uh, I'm so happy to see you. It's wonderful but, to have um, you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go on. Okay, John. so, okay. Efren's gamer tag is L Lone Star Gamer. And I always thought that that was because of his Texas pride. Okay, so he okay, so he he's saying he he he, he know your gamer tag, E Lone Star Gamer. He thought it was because of uh Texas pride. Right. It, it is, is, but as I uh, I stumbled upon today, what's happening? Efren's a huge Star Wars fan. But uh, in the <laughs> movie tell me? parodying Star Wars, Spaceballs, there is a character this played is a by Bill Pullman who okay, actually looks... No, hold on. Okay. Hold on. No, no, keep going. So John is saying 
there in Spaceball, there's a character named uh, what's the character's Lone name? Star. Yeah, his yeah. name is Lone Star. Yeah. So does that have anything Star. to do with your gamer tag? And they look no, I was fairly covering similar. Fighting games. They are Texas, handsome in the so same way. So I named way. myself the Lone Star Gamer. It was for oh, a class project. Thank you. Okay, so John was saying that you also look like the actor. Uh, so he thought that a because you both look the same. Uh, Bill Pullman. Yeah, Bill Pullman. Uh, so John, he said no. He was covering fighting games in the state of Texas, Texas. And that's why his gamer tag is E Lone Star Gamer. It's not it E Lone Star Gamer. It's L. Lone oh, Star Gamer. L- it's, I'm sorry, it's L Lone Star Gamer. I apologize. <laughs> I know Efren. As know. in you, you the thought, Lone Star Gamer. You thought Efren was the first E-boy? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Man, I really wish I could hear John. That would be great. Uh, I. So if I have... <laughs> If I have you both hearing each other, it's going to be bad news bears. Unless, wait, maybe, okay. Uh, S- Steve, interview Ephraim for a second while I try to figure this out. Hey, Steve, how you doing, what bud? What is new? I am doing fantastic. You look great. Hey, thanks. I'll take what it. Is, what, what is new in the life of the world's first e-boy, apparently? Bro, <laughs> did you hear that they're trying to do Evo online? I might have heard something about that. What what what's your thoughts on this? Um, it's a disaster. Like it, it, there will be a day wherein we will say, "Man, remember when we used to be worried about lag in online tournaments? Isn't that a quaint old time?" Um, but that, now is not that time. There is still a huge issue in uh, in having lag, <laughs> so it's going to be a disaster. Now, do you think anything good will come? Like if if the experience is less than ideal and it is, you know, it, it gets to top eight, it's on stream and it is very obviously less than ideal. Do you think that will light any sort of fire under uh, the developers to really focus on improving netcode for future games? Oh, I broke it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, wait, are you back? Are we back? Oh, oh shit. shit. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> did you, did you break the both? Hold on. Uh, you okay? You message John. Tell him to refresh his browser. I'll message Efren. Refresh. Oh my god! Your browser. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, I'm trying to get this shit to work. There is Efren. Efren's back. Hold on. I gotta. I gotta. Uh. Uh. <laughs> it's happening again. Okay. Wait. Okay, Efren, you're back. I believe. Hello. No. Check, check. There you are. Okay, Efren's back. I done goofed. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> Did I mess I it up? You're back. I don't hear anything. So... <laughs> oh, no. Okay, well, hold on. Okay, okay. Hold, hold on. on. Hey, wait. Hey, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for derailing the last 30 minutes of the show. I heard you guys had a question of the day coming up. <laughs> Where is the file? Oh. Okay. okay. Can, Can you, you still... still... Here, here. I miss Me. you guys. Wait, hold on. Damn it. Shit. Uh, how about... about no, no. Mm. <laughs> Whoops. Whoops. <laughs> uh, I asked Elon to call me in. Where's John? Uh, oh, oh, John's, John's back. back. Oh, hold, hold on. on. I need... there, there's, there's two, two of, of me. me. It hurts. Steve, Steve, say hi. 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 Oh, oh, there's, there's two, two of Steve. Steve. Okay. okay. Wait, wait. <laughs> oh, no. no. I have no idea what's happening. 
We're having hey guys, fun. So, um, yeah, uh, also, um, Steve, how have you been? You essential son of a bitch. I'm, I'm not, not essential. essential. Okay, I think that's how we're essential. So, um, oh, I hear myself now. How about that? Damn, Damn it. it. <laughs> John, can you hear me now? Hold on. Hold on. Damn it, Alon. <laughs> get, get for, for doing, doing stuff. stuff. Oh, my God. So, anyway, uh, my daughter's almost two. Update. Um, God damn. I've been playing Tetris 99. I got to fifth place. It's my best placing. Um, I got Final Fantasy 7 on the recommendation of our Discord. And uh, it was fantastic. The game's great. Press your browser down. He jumps, he jumps back. back. I'm, I'm getting, getting back. back. I'm getting back. Hold, Hold up. up. Okay. Uh, Ryu Dragon, I have not. Uh, I'm still like uh, running around doing little um, side quests with Tifa. Uh, I'm like, I've played like an hour and a half, maybe, maybe two hours. But I'm really liking it. Okay. I'm, I'm like, like one, one of the only people who, who does, does not, not play Final, Final Fantasy, Fantasy remake. remake. I, like I played the original and I really liked it. No, I, I got the original. I was like, man, I love this. Uh, hey, John, you're back. Uh, wait, hold on. John, John, can you yeah. hear me? Yeah. <laughs> Man, I just came in. Just shit all over John. I can hear you. Can you hear Efren? No. Okay, tr- try it now. Check. Still can't hear Efren. Fuck. Just have Efren on. You only have like 13 minutes. Just have Efren take my spot and I'll just watch <laughs> and be in the chat. Sorry, guys. I just made you lose 10 viewers. <laughs> How about now? <laughs> yeah, I can hear him now. Hi, check, check. Did I do it? Hello. You did I it. I don't know. Did you do it? Do we have yes. Steve? All yes. right. Have... I I can't hear John. We got it. How about now? Wait, you can't hear me, John? Hey, yes. John! Uh, uh, hey, dude! Sad. Jesus Christ. Hey, John. How you doing? <laughs> I'm you, doing great. I don't think I can hear Bill anybody else. Bill Pullman, now. handsome ass, son hey, of a man, bitch. What's up? <laughs> dude, Bill Pullman's greatest moment is not Lone Star in Spaceballs. It's that. You know, he has – it's underrated in the world of Braveheart, uh, Mel Gibson, uh, William Wallace and all that. But uh, his uh, – well, it's not called 4th of July. Independence Day speech when he's rallying the troops. That's shit gets me every time. Thing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's an epic moment. What's up with you, John? I really just came out and talked to you, John, and give you an update on the uh, on the taxes and the W-9s that we're trying to get. Or the 10-9s I have been – I have <laughs> So here's my situation. This is good. Uh, my my girlfriend's aunt is doing our offering to do our taxes for us, and so I'm like, oh shit, cool. And I, she's also like very much her mother figure, so I'm like always wanting to impress, right? So I'm like, oh, I would yeah. thank you so much, and uh, and so like I get all my tax stuff together, but I have to get uh, one form from Efren from last year's best of five. And uh, he's like, "Sorry, dude. Like, I, I, like, I'm, I've been dragging my feet a little bit on that. I'm sorry, to... dude. He's, he's had <laughs> he's had red tape too from uh, from his tax guy and such. But anyways, it's been like 18 months, and I still haven't uh, gotten my last tax form. 
And uh, it is what Sorry. it is. But, I mean, the, the deadline's been extended three months. It's all good. We're fine. Well, I came on. I asked Lon, can I please come on just to give uh, John an update, which is um, I did get word back from uh, my tax guy, and he's like, yeah, you just need to do the thing, so I'm going to do the thing, and then the thing will be done. Aww. I'm so excited for the yeah. thing. I want to get your thing. That is dope. Also, I think from you. I think. Why? I don't hear an echo. I do hear Alon, and I hear Steve, and. Okay, how about now? I hear. Can you still hear now me? Now we're good. Hey, I want to know about I'm, if I'm John, no. if in fact it's his girlfriend or his fiance. Oh, fiance, sorry. Yeah. You didn't Atta see that? boy. Of course I did. I commented on that shit. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful moment. How, how, how's that coming along, John? I want to know how the uh, soon-to-be-married life is going. This is what it's like to get on the interviewed side of Efren, to be the interviewee. <laughs> uh, it's going well. We, we, my sister sent us a, a wedding planning book, and she, so Brittany has been digging into that, and we've been looking up venues in the area, and I have been oh, trying wow. to plan my bachelor party. So I've been uh, kind of talking to my friends that I know are going to throw it and sort of planting seeds of like the sort of things I want to do. You know, probably some SoCal vacation because you can do everything. There. Yeah. St- step one, you're fucking up if you're doing the planning. Step two, what are they planning? What, what are you trying to get well, into? Well, I think it's going to be – trouble? It's going to be – no, 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 no. No, dude. It's, it's going to be – here's what the thing is. There's like four or five dudes that will be there. We all share a love for video games. We've all played through Halo together. So I'm hoping that we can have just like a Halo game night in our Airbnb near the beach, have like a beach day, have a day where we go to either Disneyland or Magic Mountain, and uh, and then like just whatever the hell we feel like. And like you're in SoCal, you have plenty of good places to eat, hikes you can do. If you want to go up to the mountain and snowboard, do that. But like uh, I just want to have a chill-ass weekend with the people that I enjoy hanging out with. Also, I guess Before you guys are invited able... now that you know about it. <laughs> nah, I'm not doing that shit. <laughs> Fucking social distancing. <laughs> All right. Okay. Can you can you hear us? Yeah. yeah. Hey, okay. Elon. Sweet. Yeah. Fucking, I did it. Okay. Great. Now we have ten minutes left. I would love to extend the show if we have the chance to, because uh, now that we have Efren on, I want to go through our question of the day with Efren here. Uh, oh, cool. Mostly to impress him for work tomorrow, because uh, I got some shit did. Uh, oh, sick. But uh, let me. I think, yeah, Ultra Gen's starting on time tonight. Okay, that's fine. We'll, we'll, go, <laughs> we'll go just like Welcome. a minute or two over, just while we have Efren here, because I really do want to do this question of the day. So, right on. question of the day. Uh, we got a lot of responses. Uh, I have them all here, set up and ready to go. Um, and, Steve, you read them as always, but I'm going to put them up on the screen in a very fancy way. Here they are. First response. Fuck. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> So the question of the day was, do you plan on entering the Evo 2020 online event? And we got a bunch of responses on this. We got new tech. New tech. Uh, uh, Travis said, none of the games I play have acceptable netcode, especially for a global tournament. No thanks. Here, The question is, is it going to be region locked? Is it going to be... You know, one big tournament or several smaller tournaments? Do they build up to a bigger event? Who knows? A lot in the air today. Um, oh. That is still Travis. Up, uh, up. Uh, that is still Travis. Triple Travis. Uh, wait for it. Who's next? Waiting okay. Travis. Here we go. Uh, Good Normal says, I'm going to enter so I can make it out of pools at Evo when none of the other people in my pool show up. 
That also happened that, in 2016. It doesn't matter how you get out of pools. All that matters is you get there. All right. Here's the next one. Next one is from, uh, sorry, uh, Choss the Sauce, who says, hell nah, I'm trash, lol. Dude, this is the first, this no. is the time to play. This is the time to exactly. play. You don't get better unless you try. The first step to being good is being bad. So I encourage you, give it a shot. Absolutely. Right. Next one. Next one. Uh, that is from Q-Ball, who says, I put down, I think I will, but it really depends on how the uh, online event operates. Does the lineup change? Uh, is the tournament split up by region? Is it even an open tournament? For all we know, it could be several exhibitions fe- uh, featuring the best players in the world. Um, I, I, I saw a couple people throw that suggestion out there of maybe, you know, smaller invitationals as being more of a showcase instead of a bigger online, uh, bigger open event. I'm not mm. such a big fan of that as, you know, I, for maybe for one or two games, but I don't, I want whatever's going to happen to be an open event for everyone. Cool. Um, y'all remember that one time I played against uh, John online? <laughs> Not at my house. Not at my house. Not at my house, John. But we played online. I was still on the show. It was Nikali v. T-Hawk. I squeaked out a fraudulent win there. (laughs) So based on that, I don't think that an online tournament will be a good idea. (laughs) You beat me at home. It's going to be random. Yeah, well... I mean, I wasn't going to bring it up, but now that you mention it, I remember <laughs> like it was yesterday. We're sitting on the couch, and it was. Uh, yeah, we had it ordered was Grubhub. Grubhub was yeah. new, mm-hmm. and it was like it was like it was like so expensive. I hate. I hate yeah, that. it was like a, a regular ten dollar meal of takeout food from P Terry's. Shout outs, uh, or shout out, if you will. Um, but it ended up being like thirty bucks because we needed it now, and I'm not leaving. Yeah, yeah. it was great. It was, yeah, it was a good time. You know what's Dude. a really quick aside? Uh, I've gotten like like 17 different people hooked on Overcooked and Overcooked 2 because you showed Dude. me that game when I that trip. It was, it was sick. And, and John, if I may, it's never been quite the same. Um, I've played with other people. Spoiled, yeah. I miss you, buddy. I miss you, buddy. <laughs> we, we, were, we were on fire playing that Overcooked. Dude, we got to get Overcooked 2. <laughs> it's online. I should try it. Yeah. Okay, anyways, we only have like four minutes. So. When's, when's Overcooked Nationals? All right, uh, Ryu Dragon asked <laughs> yeah. us to not put his answer up, so we're going to put it up. Yeah. I wouldn't mind entering if I had a slight fighting chance, which isn't the case, so rip. Sorry, Steve, I took your spot. It's just like <laughs> okay. back on a bicycle, you know? <laughs> dude, dude, go for it. This is your moment, your time to shine. <laughs> oh, I just missed it so much. Sorry, right. Ryu Dragon. Next one. <laughs> Get wrecked. Is that me, this Steve, is or is you? you? Yeah, go for okay. it, Efren. <clears throat> a T A R San Yasmi says, at best of five show, I don't know if money is still on the line, but I can imagine the pros at least still entering. I don't think the random fan will, though. The only fighting game currently capable of running a worldwide tournament somewhat well is Killer Instinct. Yeah, you were talking about that earlier, Steve, right, with uh, Water Horse. I was actually there at that Killer Instinct World Cup in San Antonio. That was a, that was a fun vibe. Um 
And now I think there's like a Killer Instinct documentary coming out. Isn't Esteban working on something? Sounds like he, it. He's, work, he's, he's got something on the plate. I, I, feel, I feel like, like the, the best thing they ever did was revealing the uh, character patch notes live in front of the audience. So you mm-hmm. got the reactions. I mm-hmm. hope someone else does that because that was the greatest part of that weekend. Man, that and <laughs> also like having Keats and some of the devs like showing that off to the crowd was so fucking cool, dude. Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, and they like and they would explain like the why they did it and like like what the balance uh or like what the philosophy behind the balancing was and like why this character has this and why it worked and why it was so strong and compared to other characters, but what was also weakest about it. Like that shit was fucking dope. I wish everybody would do that. Um but uh just a funny little story here. Uh I saw that Esteban was working on that Killer Instinct documentary and I reached out to him like, dude, I have a ton of unused footage from the Killer Instinct World Cup. Do you want it? And he's like, Yeah, great, that's awesome. awesome. So like I blew off the dust of some old uh hard drives. I don't have it. It's gone. It's lost <laughs> to the wind. Oh yeah. no. Yeah, I totally – and I haven't gone back to tell him because I'm too embarrassed uh, that I actually can't find it anywhere and that I think I deleted it to make space on a hard drive like years ago. Oh, man. Fucked Maybe it blew it. up He's, along uh, with our studio. You got to get it from him. Yeah, the tax guy has it. He's holding it up. Whoops. All right, we got, we got a couple more of these and not a lot of time. So let's get to it. Here's the next one from TurboShan. Best of five shows says it completely depends on what games are played. If it's eight main games that were planned for the in-person event this year, I'd have to say no. Aside from Street Fighter Five, none of these games have even remotely acceptable netcode. Oh, do you know that like netcode's bad on some of these games? I don't know if you guys have brought that up on the show. <laughs> nah. I, 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 no, we actually, might have it forgotten is. Not very good. Yeah, I should talk about that sometime. It's a relevant <laughs> topic to uh, to the show and the audience, I think. <laughs> All right, All right. Uh, let's rifle uh, through it. Okay, next one. Ooh, this one is at Ace King Offsuit. Lots of unknowns, but I'd like to make an effort to enter Street Fighter Five if possible. Maybe Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite if it makes an unexpected return since the game has great netcode. My biggest concern will likely be scheduling, having to ask my family to stay off streaming, etc. for whatever block of time. Can you imagine like having to be like, everybody get the fuck off! I'm playing! My match is up! <laughs> Ma, the meatloaf. I mean, yeah. that's not that's not outside of my experience. You know, if you if you grew up on the AOL discs, where if you picked up the phone for long enough, it would actually disconnect you. That was, was there. so. It's just basically going back to those roots. You just gave me a flashback to like spending the better part of a day slowly watching a download progress of the trailer for Phantom Menace. I think I might have told the story before on this show. It was a good time. Efren, trailer was sick. Yesterday was yeah. the fourth. Where do you put Phantom Menace on your ranking of Star Wars films? <sighs> There's a whole lot. Are we sticking to the original nine or the main nine? Nine. Main nine. I put it at okay, it's not better than any of the originals. It's not better than mm-hmm. Attack of the Clones or Revenge of the Sith. And it's probably not better. No, I'd put that at uh, at number six. Number one being the best. Wait, so the the the, the latest three all, are all, all the new three Phantom. are worse than Phantom Menace. Oh man, I'm that sorry. Words. <laughs> I, don't, I haven't seen. Phantom Man, I just love I just love uh, the Darth Maul fight. I think it makes it better than either of the other prequels. Well, then I go watch Clone Wars because. 
There's some sick-ass Darth Maul action there. You showed me a sick Darth Maul scene from Clone Wars with him and Obi-Wan <laughs> when I was at your house. Dude, we got to do that again. But this yeah, time you come to my place and I'll, and I'll get us expensive grub on. All right. Well, there, we have a casino. There's some things, dude, there's some things, there's some programs that let a, that uh, we can do some watch-alongs with. Hey, if, uh, if any of this shit that's interesting is on Amazon Prime, we can do it right here on this channel. Um, shit. I don't know. Is it? Probably not Star Wars. Disney Plus has that locked up. Um, mm, but yeah. this is a fighting game podcast. I have been playing Street Fighter 4 online. There's still a very healthy scene on PlayStation 4, and I've been getting plenty of matches in with T-Hawk. And I even got a perfect on a cam the other day, and I was going to send it to my friend who's a cami main, but then I forgot to. And that's that story. That's cool. All right, we got two more. <laughs> we got two more. So, all right, let's power through them. All right. Uh, <clears throat> Steve, this is all you, buddy. JSAMF says, uh, it would be great, but who wants to play against Wi-Fi Warriors? Not this guy, referring to JSAMF, and not necessarily me or Efren. And then we close it off with Olong Johnson, who says, I'll purposefully disconnect my Ethernet and connect via Tether to my mobile phone. I will be unstoppable. (laughs) He is forever evil. He is forever evil, so that's very fitting. All right, and that was our new question of the day. Watch this shit go away. Zoop. Oh, that's so sick. <laughs> uh, that's fancy. Uh, I put that together right before the show, and I'm very happy it worked. Uh, <laughs> unlike everything else on the show. Uh, but I do believe, unfortunately, that uh, we are at time. Uh, we don't want to cut into Ultra Chen time too much. Uh, but before we go, any last words from anybody on the panel. I miss we you guys. You You're doing a great job. I listened to last week's episode on the podcast. It's the first time I listened to it on Spotify and I was really digging the conversation around uh, the Nintendo and Smash Bros and online and tournaments and all that. I mean, I know, I know it's like a continuation of a conversation that's for a good reason ongoing this week, but um, I felt like uh, you guys kind of broke out of the structure a little bit and we're just having a really interesting conversation and it was it was entertaining. So I enjoyed it. You didn't you didn't like our golden ticket conversation from last week? I don't think I made it to that part. Was that in the first oh, 30 minutes? Well, you missed out. You should go back. You should go back. Okay. Uh, uh... <laughs> I'll have to go back and check it out then. Uh, and we don't yeah. usually get the opportunity to do this, but uh, right before Efren hopped on, uh, he did subscribe. So let's all thank Efren in person with a big old clap. 22 months. 22 and, months. You all yeah. us up. And, and that, that is, means mean, that please. I'm going to be. Steve is still the main squeeze. Uh, Hedy Murphy, what was it? <laughs> what? Oh, if you weren't okay, here, was Steve it? was sharing some of his uh, childhood bully nicknames. <laughs> yeah. All right, now, I, I will change Murphy. to Hedy Murphy next week if we get three subscribers. If we get three on next week's show, I, right. I will go. Hedy to... Murphy. <laughs> Hedy Murphy. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, this has been best of five. A very special best of five. Apologies for the. Uh, technical issues, but I think it was worth it to get Efren on here to join us for a little bit. It was a pleasure. Thank you, Alon, for accommodating, and thank you guys for letting me butt in and uh, keep doing a good job. I appreciate you guys. For sure. This has been I'm Elon, special guest Efren. We got John Guerrero and Steve Ace King, Main Squeeze, Offsuit Jurek. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Catch you on the flip side. Good night, Canada. Bye.